things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five-star star treatment. Titan MRI is a place where your doctors are sending their family. So when you need an MRI, call Titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself. This program is paid for by Talking Reds LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. Roll sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, let's get it. Happy Tuesday out there in radio listening land. We are about to talk some sports for the next few hours. Jeff Cardozo, Pat Dooley, Jason is producing today, so you know that everything's going to be done the right way, at least on his end. Us, we'll screw around, we'll have some fun, and probably say some stuff that we shouldn't. But hey, that's what makes up the tailgate. It's early in the day so far. We haven't. I don't think I've said anything I shouldn't have said so far. Yeah, so far so good. Anybody, yeah. It, it doesn't look good outside, though. I, I didn't look at the radar, but there is uh, some dark stuff out there. You don't like that. And there's a baseball game tonight. Well, and it's a big baseball game. It is? Um, there's no doubt about it. I mean, this is a game that I think is huge for Florida. If they, uh, yeah, is, Who radar, is it, Bethune? My radar is not working on it in here. No, buffoons. <laughs> They're playing tonight. But it's a big game. I mean, I watched a little bit of their series with Miami. Yeah, they took two out of three, right? Yeah, they're, they're Is, playing well. See, I told you Miami sucked. Go down there and spank that ass. You know, another thing that's interesting uh, when you talk about RPI and everything and about where Florida is and, you know, regionals and everything, Florida 16, FSU 17, RPI. Yeah. Now, it may have been before the second win over Miami, so they may have actually jumped uh, Florida. But, again, while you're when you're beating up on the mediocre teams in this league, which we know Florida's done the last three weeks, your RPI doesn't go up. It goes, it, it, if anything, it goes down. Um, but it's still 16. I mean, it's which is fine. I mean, it, we'll see what uh, if they could finish strong. And, and this would be a, a big W for them. If you can get this one, then you go – Two out of three against at home against South Carolina. Yeah, should, should and, and Sully has dominated Florida State over the last decade. So you just got to keep that rolling. Normally yeah. at home, it's pretty good. But let's just say this is this year's team is this year's team. Anything he's done in the past really doesn't matter. What matters is that um, you know they pitched really good the last time they played Florida. So yeah, they've got some good pitchers. Yeah, maybe yeah. the best rotation in the country. 
And Florida, but we don't play any Florida of those doesn't guys. hit good pitching usually. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that'll be interesting. I mean, if they, you know, I think they'll get the game in. I think this is a pop-up storm that's probably going to bring some lightning, but it'll it'll hopefully go away. And then uh, they'll play ball tonight, and there's a lot going on tonight. You got the draft lottery. I know you're excited about that, right? Which sport? Uh, basketball, I think. Okay. I think it's the lottery tonight. I don't. I don't know. And then, but game one of one of those two series. Again, I don't know which one. All I know is at some point tonight, I'll flip it on. If it's close, I'll stay with it for a while. Yeah, it's my Miami Heat versus the Boston Celtics. Uh, I'll be rooting for the Celtics, which I never do, but Al Horford's made me root for him. Yeah, but the Heat have UD. He didn't play. So? He's played, how many games he's played this year? Four. Thirteen. It was close. Well, I guess they had some blowouts. <laughs> he's yeah. there to be a leader. That's yeah. what his job is. And his job is to be the fourth coach or however yeah. many coaches. And that's fine. He's done a good job at that. I was yeah. surprised they even signed him to do that. Why would, well, yeah, but that tells you how good he is. Yeah, they if love they're him. they're going to keep doing that, and then, uh, you know, obviously you're going to, with Finney Smith and uh, Chosen, you got, you're got you assured of a ring coming back to game. Yeah, somebody's, it's it's cool because I'm, I'm a big uh, Luka fan. I don't like a lot of NBA guys, but I, I mean, I think he's great. And, you know, Mark Cuban would be at my table out of my four guys that I get to pick to have dinner with. Really? So I like Dallas because of Mark Cuban. Okay. I like Mark Cuban, too. Yeah. I, I think he's awesome. I don't know if I'd sit down with him, though. I mean, don't, like, he just seems so fun and, and, and so smart. And he would just tell you things that would make you become successful. Well, why don't you just if you have a conversation with him? Then. Well, because that's not personal information that he would be revealing. Like you he might would not want to hear it. Personal information that he would be revealing to you. Why not? You might go. Uh, wait a minute. What are you saying? I think it'd be good. All right. Well, he he wouldn't be on my four. So is that the the thing? Four people? Is that a? Well, I don't know. How big's the table? Like, if you normally go yeah. to eat with somebody, I would go. F- you have to go five deep. Yeah, because you're the six. You're the six, yeah. Okay, so five then. He'd be one of my five. I don't know who the other four would be. Uh, Greg Maddox would be one. Greg Maddox would be on my table, and he'd be the funniest guy there too. Yeah. McCartney would be there, for sure. Yeah, for you, for sure. Um, I have to think that I've never really thought thought that through before. Yeah, I, I mean, you can only take you. You got to go living. You're going living. Yeah, not and I'm not a guy that really gets starstruck. You know, I've met a lot of people and talked to a lot of people that are, you know, pretty big deal. But I Tom think, Hanks might maybe. Yeah, I, might, I might do Tom Hanks. Kevin Costner then for me if we're going to say yeah, that. Maybe two hum, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson, his wife. No, Salma then would have to be in there. Salma, good old Salma Hayek. She she'd be required to wear a oh. low cut top. I don't think you can require somebody to wear anything. She does it all the time anyway, so but she that, probably would. Just assume that she will, and if she doesn't, you'll be disappointed. But you certainly can't say that to her. You can come to my dinner if you wear a low-cut top. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> the hell's wrong with you? I'm just trying to straighten you out. Okay. She wore the Wild Wild West outfit. That was good. That movie did not get good rating. Good that was uh, reviews. Stupid movie. The Wild Wild West, the show, was one of my favorite show as a kid. Really? I loved it. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-
every time they went to a break, it would be that, you know, it'd be that kind of a picture of what just happened, you know, and so eventually all four pictures okay. kind of stolen by Ozark and in, in reverse, oh, actually. Yeah. I love that show, though. I haven't uh, watched the uh, the new season yet. Uh, Been too busy. Ozark. Ozark. Oh, I was talking about Wild West. Uh, I finished it, and it did not disappoint. But Good. again, it's not for everybody. Um, People get killed. Shout out to, uh, to I guess you can call him our boy because you like him too. Who? Eric Thomas was uh, trying oh. to qualify for yeah, the U.S. Definitely. Open today. One of my favorite guys in the world. I haven't. Uh, my haven't, favorite guy at Ironwood. I haven't. Uh, <laughs> that's fair. I haven't heard his. Uh, haven't heard his score, but he was playing in one of the uh, the qualifiers this morning. Really? Where at? I don't know. That's how concerned you were. Someplace over in Jacks. So you could have caddied for him, because you know those greens like the back of your hand. I play Ironwood all the time, and I don't know those greens yet. <laughs> so, um, no, I. That'd be cool, though. I he, could be, he could be like Roy McAvoy and just sneak in there and maybe they, uh, get in. Maybe they'll fly me out to cover it. How That'd big a cool. story that would be. That would be a big story. I remember one time we had Nick Gillum on our old show. I think he, it was when you and I were doing the show. When he, he got to play in the Open. Yeah. I, was it because he had won? The, I don't know if it was because he won the uh, college title. That wouldn't get you in the Open. He must have qualified. Yeah, yeah qualified. Yeah, and he w- he w- he called us from the range. Do <laughs> I'm just thinking he is Tim Cup, you know, chi- <laughs> shooting those chili peppers up Lee Jansen's butt, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and well, speaking of golf, to the uh, the PGA, of course, this week Tiger is paired with Spieth and Rory. Ooh. Be a fun group to watch. If I was uh, CBS, which has I, I don't know who, if they have the Thursday Friday pairings, which maybe all Tigers are around for, but whoever it is, I would say we're not showing it. Unless you pay us, you you for that threesome, you're gonna have to get CBS Plus or whatever, yeah. because and that's what more people are doing. You know, they're going to that that kind of model. Also, we find out today, we found out today, what was a surprise to nobody that Florida FSU um, football is going to be a seven thirty Friday night game. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about Friday night? Gives me Saturday off. You can watch and do nothing but sit and watch football. I know. So I'm I'm good from that standpoint. But it is the day after Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, I think it is, yeah. So that's the only factor. But I mean that's not a big deal. So that's you're just, gonna have to miss Black Friday? Yeah, that's, I mean I'll have about? to oh I get up at like three in the morning. Well you do anyway, but you So just, now that's just to go to uh op- unlock the golf course front that's door. That's true. But that's yeah, I mean I, I like this thing that and the black uniforms, I just I know that I'm I'm wrong. I'm in the minority, and that things I don't like. I I just believe when you're playing a game, in my mind, you pull on that blue jersey, and that orange put on that orange helmet, and you go and you go win the game. You don't jazz it up. And black uniforms, I'm not a big fan of. I don't think they look good. And the other thing is they they want to make a tradition, and I like what they're saying. They want to give the money to veterans, yeah. make it right around Veterans Day, um, usually next to last home game or whatever it is. Um, and that's all a great thing. But you know what happens? You go out and you lose the game. <laughs> and whatever happened to those alligator uniforms? 
Remember those? Mm-hmm. Hey, what happened? They got beat. Guess what? They yeah. don't wear them anymore. Yeah, I don't like the black uniforms either, but it doesn't matter what we think. It's no, about exactly. selling apparel because people will love it. There's a lot of kids that love the it. Players like the it. players will absolutely adore yeah. it because it's something different, and you'll be able to to raise a whole bunch of money. I so guess it's it, fine it, too. It was it's. Remember when Georgia wore them for the Alabama game and they got like beat like forty four to seven or yeah. something. And I'm like, yeah, that's you know, you make too big a deal out of something, you forget to play the game sometimes. But uh, and, but that Friday night game, boy, it just feels weird to me. I get because Florida has no control over it because FSU, it's their home game, so they get to. And again, two years ago they didn't have a home game, so because of COVID, so they they uh, want to do something different and special. And it, it'll be an electric crowd, I will say that. Um, and it'll give them something. You know, usually your Friday night games stink in college football. They, I don't know what's happened there. They just kind of have not. They've done did a good job of having good games on Friday nights. All right, three nine two eight two five five. The number. Let's get uh, Byron to uh, kick things off today. Byron, what's up? Welcome. Good afternoon, Jeff. Good afternoon, Pat. How was everybody this afternoon? Great. Good. I wanted to ask you something, Jeff, about baseball. But since you were touching on football right now friday afternoon after thanksgiving there's usually a bunch of college games <clears throat> excuse me seems like there's ordinarily like an arkansas texas or somebody do you happen to know right now i don't guess you have a schedule yet but uh with this friday night game with fsu could this possibly possibly be the only uh game a college game that we on that night uh, maybe that night. I don't know about that day. I'll I'll see if I can find out what uh, the schedule, it, how much of it has been done. Um, but it may be the only game on that night. Kind of that's where they went with yeah. the uh, spring game. Same kind of deal. Yeah. Well, this benefits FSU, but of course, uh, well, I like the game. idea of a standalone <laughs> Friday night game. I think that's a great idea. Now, I don't hope we don't do that all the time because I prefer seeing games on. Saturday. I don't think it'll happen for a Florida home game, but anybody else can do it. If, if, if uh, yeah, no, right. I don't. Not in the conference, but out of the conference. If you wanted to, you know, again, Florida has to go to Utah. Is it next year, or do they? Is it they go in a couple years? Still a couple years. Yeah, but they may say, "Hey, yeah, we're going to play on Friday night too." Um, they did announce. So what they announced today was ABC announced six primetime games, and this will be one of them. Uh-huh. The first one is the. Um, the uh what is it georgia and oregon at 3 30 saturday and then notre dame ohio state at 7 30 oh i'm not leaving my house what time is the utah game do you think will be i think florida I would florida would want to make it an early game yeah, to, yeah, to sweat their buns off not up but to them it's up to tv yeah, it's up to tv but if yeah. that ends up well i guess maybe i won't be going to, i'm not gonna miss ohio state notre dame but again, you know me. I'm a, I'm a nut. Jeff, let me ask you something about the baseball. Who we got? Uh, you know who we got pitching tonight against FSU? Um, I, I think it's Nesbitt. I, I got busy today, so I haven't looked. But I'm, I mean, I'm so tuned okay. in that okay. it won't matter till I uh, you know. figure out when we get there. Are you going to be mad at me if I watch it on TV? No, not at all. It's actually, okay. uh, it's actually a. Um, it was supposed to be on TV the first time, but then. Now it's not, so actually they're putting it on television but using the radio call, so you can watch it and listen oh. to us anyway. 
So on so, plus or yeah. No, it. well, according to my dish schedule, I've got it on dish tonight at seven. Yep, it'll be there. Oh, so I'll get to watch it. Does that mean I can listen to you and watch it, or what? Yep, that should be the case. Oh wow, pretty crazy. Yeah, what a great Tuesday night for me, huh? Whoopee! Yeah, I'm. I already got the mute button ready. <laughs> hey, one more thing: Are we going to the softball team? Or are we playing? Uh, is it Canisius? Yes. Softball team? Would that be the first game this weekend? Yeah, that would be um, Friday at I think it's four thirty. That's which is why we won't be uh, on the air. You won't be on the air Friday. Yeah. Well, we're okay. we're do the other four days. We're doing the best okay, we can. Okay. All right, Thanks. Byron, thank you, yeah. man. Appreciate you. Thank you. All right, let's get a break. We'll come back and uh, keep those phone calls coming. 392-8255 if you want to join us here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Kevin Martinez. The stage is set for the annual Florida FSU college football game. The game is confirmed for Friday, November 25th in primetime on ABC. UF baseball takes on rival FSU tonight in their third matchup this year. Both teams are tied 1-1 this season. Coverage begins right here at 6.55. The Lightning will travel to Sunrise, Florida to play the Florida Panthers for Game 1 of the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs tonight. The Florida Panthers have made it to the second round for the first time since 1996. The Miami Heat play the Boston Celtics in Game 1 of the Eastern Conference Finals tonight. In three games this season, the Celtics took two victories. That's for Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Kevin Martinez. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hey, Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop. Gainesville is home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I won some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, MealyPops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com, and we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday, located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, Go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. 
Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. In 1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Florida Gator Head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dewey, right here on the ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, welcome back. Dools and Dozo here with you. It is the tailgate, and we go right back to the phones and get William to join us next. Hey, William, what's up? What's going on, guys? Question for you. As you know, tonight is game one of of round two where my Panthers and the Lightning will be facing off the Panthers coming off their first-round win in 26 years. But my question is, how do you feel about what they've done with the schedules of all the conflict with Gator baseball at seven, with Panther Lightning at seven, with Heat at that same time? How do you guys feel about that aspect of it? Go Rangers. <laughs> what, what do you mean, like, the, like the, what, how do we feel about it? Like, what are like, we going to watch? Like, how, what, yeah, like, what, you guys, what are you guys going to watch and how, how do you guys think that there could be a change in how people see, like, like the Panthers, obviously, I'm hearing around that the Panthers actually asked to move their game. Well, I mean, William, I don't think people care about hockey as much as you do, for one. So that's like third on the list. I'll be doing the Gator baseball game, so I can't even watch the Heat game, and I'll just have to go back and watch the highlights. And that's how the how I would look at it. I mean, I I just don't think that there's there's basketball fans and there's hockey fans. There's not two of both. Yeah, like you're you're not gonna like adore the the Panthers and the Heat. I mean, I mean maybe you do, but I I know people that love the Lightning and hate the Rays. Yeah. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I just I just don't know that there's a, enough of them out there and I don't know, we'll see. But that, it's it's a cool it's a it's cool a thing good problem to, to have. Yeah, right? and it's yeah. cool to see both yeah. of uh the the Lightning and the the Panthers going at each other cuz then you know somebody's going to advance from the state and mm-hmm. and make it fun. I mean, give the Lightning a lot of credit. I know the Panthers have had a really good year, but I mean, heck, it's really hard to win two, and those guys were able to do that. And yeah. then to win game seven like that was pretty special as well. Mm-hmm. That's what the Rangers did, too. Yeah. They won three. Yeah, the Rangers, the Rangers did a really, had a really good tournament. Had a, had a really good first round. Yeah, I, didn't, I couldn't name one player on their team, but if, if I'm rooting for anybody, it's the Rangers. <laughs> Mark Messier, dude. Mark, no, I'm saying currently. I don't D- think Mark Messier is still playing. Dane, He's like 80 years old. Dane Dunning's on the Rangers. Ron Watson is still the manager? No, he's with the Braves now. 
All right, William, good stuff. Wait, wait, well, I guess the question is, what are you watching? Well, that's a tough one. I'm going to watch, I want to watch both the Heat, I want to watch every game. I'm going to try and watch all of them, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to do it when there's a break in the action. Why don't you just go to a bar and tell the, tip the guy 10 bucks and say, put the Heat on one TV and the Panthers on the other TV. And the Gators on the other. And then just, yeah, bring your, bring your, uh, your earphones and listen to the Gator baseball or game. Or you could just get two TVs for your room. You could. Which I do. That's yep. what I'll be doing. I'll be watching the Heat on one or the Celtics on one and Gator baseball on the other with the sound off. Yeah. <laughs> All right, William, good okay. stuff. Thank you. Go Gators. Go Gators. Let's get uh, Lee to join us next. Lee, what's up? Hey, what's up, Big Red and Pat? How y'all doing? What's up? Good. <laughs> hey, I got. Uh, I'm gonna ask a question. Y'all, I don't know if y'all had the answer to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm asking again to get off the air. Uh, do you know why uh, Vanderbilt uh, doesn't have a, a softball team? And I'm gonna go ahead and take it off the air. Yeah. Well, um, I think Vanderbilt tries to not spend money in every way they can, <laughs> but I don't know where they would put a softball stadium. I mean, don't forget, you can't. This isn't like a sport where you can, like baseball, you can go I'll just make. You know, a new outfield, and you can play it. So, I don't know where they'd put a stadium. They they can't even figure out where to try to put a new football stadium if they wanted to build one. I don't know if that's an overwhelming thing, but I, it is amazing that they have a lacrosse team which doesn't even play in the SEC, but they don't have a softball well, team. And I would think I would it's about the it's, same, but it's, cost, right? Yeah, but you remember they also have like an equestrian team and a where, bowling team. Yeah, and other teams don't. So you're, sp- it's yeah, it would be the Title Nine issue. But why do they not like softball? I don't think they don't like it. I think they don't like it. I think they're anti softball. They they're anti softballites. Not when baseball's so good. Why would they be that way? Maybe that's I don't know. Maybe they can't maybe they think it's a sport you shouldn't play underhanded. I don't know. I that that's a good question. I don't really have the the answer, but I think have, building a stadium would be the biggest problem for them. Because you don't have to build bowling alleys. You know, they're right there. You just go go and bowl. They could just tear down the Parthenon right there and put the softball field right there. There's a whole huge plot of land. Uh, you're not tearing that thing down. That thing is beautiful. It All, is pretty cool. Also, the um, um, you know, I, I would bet lacrosse probably plays at the football stadium, right? I would assume so. Yeah. It's turf. I would think they that's where they they play. So they didn't have to build a stadium for that. That's my point. I think that's the biggest thing. They used to want to spend the money to build a stadium or spend any money at all except to buy baseball players, which isn't working out for them this year. Yeah, they're getting better. Watch them. They're going to run. They'll be in Omaha. They're pretty good. All right, so Vandy, Let me. I got, I got a couple of either-ors for you. Miami is playing Tennessee in the College World Series final. Jeez, that's a rough. It's one still right Tennessee. There. Okay, Miami's my most hated. What about Tennessee is playing uh, Vandy? Vandy for Corbin. Okay. I like Tim Corbin a lot. Okay, but you don't like their team. You don't like the Whistler. Yeah, still like the Whistler. All right. Uh, what about Miami FSU? FSU. You go for FSU. You go for FSU. Mm-hmm. It's Miami. It's my it, most hated. I know it's your most. So hated. then, if you so any question Miami and it, it's going to be Miami, losing. Okay, so FSU Tennessee. 
FSU. You would root for FSU. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I like so there's so I like five and a half. I think you're going one Miami, two Tennessee, and then everybody else is just you know as far as the teams you hate the most. I don't like LSU. Three can well that's true. Baseball. <laughs> All right. What about L- LSU versus Tennessee? Yeah, that would be hard. I don't know because <laughs> I don't think it'll happen. I don't and I don't have a relationship. With somebody from the, all those. Well, the LSU coach brand new. I mean, we from yeah. Arizona, yeah. But, um, well, you do have a relationship with the Tennessee coach. It's just not a good one. Yeah, we've chatted <laughs> at a summer park in Atlanta, and the guy was a big DB. By the way, uh, well, yeah. By the way, uh, just to answer the question that Byron asked before, here, here are the games that are on Friday, November twenty fifth, and I know we're getting way ahead of ourselves, but they announced today that the Florida game will be at 7.30 on ABC, primetime game, which is good for Florida and for Florida State. Um, Arkansas and Missouri play at 3.30 that day on CBS. And then you got these games that haven't been scheduled yet. Nebraska at Iowa, Arizona State at Arizona, Oregon at Oregon State, UCLA at Cal. So I would think uh, NC State at North Carolina. I would think one of those games will also be on at 7.30 or 8. So it won't be – likely will not be the only game on, but it's still – it's on a major network, and um, which there is still such a thing, right? Major networks, um, and uh, it's seven thirty, so that's interesting. But I don't think it'll be the only one on. And also, you had new information that you wanted to share. I did. Yeah. What you looked something up has to do with the baseball game tonight. Oh, Ficarota's starting. <laughs> Nobody cares. I just. I, we're here to pass information along. That's yes. part of it. Ficaro didn't pitch a lot over the weekend, and he was really good against Florida State that game in uh, in McKeithen. Although he was throwing sidearm that day, now he's throwing over the top. We'll see how uh, how he does. It may be good that, that, that they aren't used to seeing that. I mean, I'm sure they look. They can go back and look at film, but it's not the same. Not you know, the same as the arm angle. Yeah, like you know what you're talking about. I know what I'm talking about. I just can't play any of the sports. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back and uh, see if he knows what he's talking about when I ask him a very interesting question that actually has me thinking. Well, and you since you know everything, that you might actually know the answer to this. We'll be right back here on the tailgate. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the quality plumbing team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, quality plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC 043073. The springtime is packed with Gator sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. 
Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch all the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. I'm Randy Wright in the UF Weather Center as we continue to inch closer and closer to the rainy season. The afternoon and evening showers and thunderstorms will continue to pop up. Overnight tonight, 68 for the low with partly cloudy skies. The wind southwest at about 5 to 10. Slightly drier air overhead for the day Wednesday. Mix of sun and clouds, slight chance for a shower and the high at 93. I'm Randy Wright in the UF Weather Center. If I'm Philly, you might have to just look in the mirror and say, do we have the right coach and do we need to bring back James Harden? But when you don't score and you don't force the issue, I take. Yeah, yeah, that's it. it. Uh Uh-oh. Thank you. Here we go. All the firemen are running out. What's going on? There's hot takes next door. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9 right here on WRUF. The WRUF Radio app. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Jeffrey Michael Cardozo, Patrick Bernard Bernard Dooley 
here with you. I'm not proud of that middle name, except that it was my grandfather's name. That's good. And then uh, our producer is just known as Jason. It's like he's Ichiro. He only needs one name. Doesn't need I'm going to uh, go the hit middle. His middle name is not Bernard, though. No. <laughs> Lester. Lester. <laughs> it could be. I don't know. He said no. No. But we won't find out because I'd rather be one name like Ichiro. Yeah. Like Tebow. You don't call him Tim. No, a lot of people call him Timmy. By the way, um, Really interesting discussion with Major Wright last night for something I'm doing, and really uh, fun talking to him again. He's yeah, he's a fun dude. He is a fun dude. Yeah, and it's always fun to get free money, and that's what you get if you are a, a member at Radiant Credit Union. Yesterday, total nickels paid fourteen thousand and twenty four nickels back to its members. And if you look at what they've done so far, everybody a part of that Nickelback program, just uh, get it tied into your checking account. $46,322,828 nickels. So if you are not a member of Radiant Credit Union, you are missing out and getting free money. You need to get it. Speaking of money, Nike has signed its first two ever high school athletes to an NIL deal. They are sisters... They are Alyssa and Giselle Thompson, and they are uh, in high school right now. Both are soccer players, and both are going to go to Stanford already. They're a part of the uh, the USA national team youth system, so they're pretty good soccer players going to Stanford, and they signed this uh, NIL deal for, for high schoolers. So that's kind of cool. I guess the first high school athletes ever to get a Nike deal are – Sisters. It also means that eventually we're going to see a middle schooler uh, yeah. get signed. Turn into that. Yeah. So this you is. You may want to get uh, Austin going. Well, Austin's already should be signed. I don't understand why they haven't signed him. And and I'm, I mean I and I hate doing this because I'm not that type of person, but um, I do have to give props to Austin. He was named uh, All State for baseball. Was he really yesterday? Yeah. So had a had a this, good year. This state, like this state, okay, the uh, state of Florida. Like he wasn't all state in like, uh, you know, no. Los Angeles. Definitely not for academics. <laughs> it was uh, it was for baseball. So. Wow. So even year. when you're praising your son, you throw him all right under him. the bus. No. So it was, uh, that's it was, great. Yeah, that's it was, very it was awesome. impressive. I it was mean, fun. being all state and at any level at anything is is yeah. So I think especially in this. Does he get a plaque as, for that or just a certificate? Uh, he got a certificate yesterday. I don't know if they'll give him something else, but. It was cool. Wow. It was cool to see. Um, something else. Now, this and this made me think about this for Nike. Okay. I finally finished the first season of the Laker deal. Okay. And they uh, they beat Philly. I that was which watching was cool. that game sitting on the bed. Like, do you re- do you remember like that actually that happening yeah, and like game, how yeah. good Magic was that day? It was unbelievable. Right? He, yeah. scored, he went like for 40 42. Or 42, yeah. So, and he was playing center. Yeah. Because Kareem had migraines. He got hurt. No, he hurt his ankle. Yeah, another time he had migraines. But, uh, yeah, he hurt his ankle. Yeah. So, anyway, so going back to that, and if you haven't watched this on HBO Max yet, you probably should. It's Don't r- take it too seriously is all I was saying. Yeah, I think some of it's, it's far-fetched. It's not factual, yeah. And, but that's where my But quest- they still won. But, yeah, <laughs> they, I mean, that part's right, and I'm sure some of the stuff that Jerry Buss had to go through and – a lot of it's deal true. with is probably true. Yeah, but and it's it's interesting to me. The Jerry West stuff is bad. Yeah, I'm sure he's not happy with how they portray he's him. He's not happy. 
But, I mean, hey, he figured out he can be an executive. He's a pretty damn good one at doing it. Well, he, he comes across as a drunk, foul-mouthed piece of crap in this, which he is not. And yeah. everybody tells you it's the opposite. So I don't like it when they take somebody and besmirch his character. Yes, that is not good. So my question to you is, and if you know this is a fact it. or not, remember when Magic was negotiating shoe deals? Yes. And Phil Knight was in there. Yes. And he offered to give Magic no money, but shares of Nike. And Magic didn't take the deal. He took a, what, $200,000 deal with Converse. Right. And then five years later, the Air Jordans came in effect in 85. Didn't Bird also sign with Converse? Yes. Yeah. So, but remember, if you watched that episode. I haven't seen that one yet, yeah. You had to have. It's, it was one of them. I didn't watch it all. I, don't wa- I haven't watched the whole thing. So you missed like episode five or six? Yeah, probably. Well, so anyway, <laughs> they, sh- they, say, they made it sound like magic. So Phil Knight approached him, and they weren't, Nike wasn't really relevant at all yet. They were just prototypes and not in existence. So magic said no to this deal, and the deal offered to give him shares in Nike. Right. And then there was a little part at the end of the show that came on after Magic had turned it down saying his shares would have been worth like 4.2 billion or something if he would have taken that deal. So I wonder if if that actually was legit. Like do you think Magic turned down Nike because yeah, Converse I, was like the big thing back then and he was scared to do it. It was. And I think I remember that actually happening when it happened, but cuz obviously we know what Jordan's turned into. Yeah, but we we didn't know at the time. At the time, you're right. Converse was the big deal, and this Nike was just starting out. Now it's a, easy to go back, go in retrospect. I wish I had taken the shares. Yeah, billions over two hundred thousand dollars. Also, I'm a, I know that uh, Urban Magic Johnson is not worried about money. Yes, he's not struggling because no. he's owning Dodgers and different things. So he he, he did okay with a bunch himself. Bunch of uh, uh, theater. Chain, he owned a chain of theaters, basically. Now, he's doing okay. But you're right. I mean, I'm sure that there were a lot of – it's like the, the, the one scene in uh, Forrest Gump when he goes, Lieutenant Dan got me involved in some kind of a fruit company. Yeah. <laughs> he opens it up, it's Apple. You're like, ooh, that that's going to be some money. I wonder how much Forrest made on that deal. Pretty good. He I think he got more on those bumper stickers, though. I don't think yeah he didn't get anything off that. Well, if you're saying he got some off of IBM, no, he got some off of Apple. I think it was IBM. It was Apple. You it was sure? a, it's some kind of fruit company, and it was an Apple okay. in the, on the on the. Co- well, then if you're saying he got money from Apple, then he got money off the bumper sticker. But he didn't sell the bumper sticker. He invented it, so he had to get money off of it. You no, know, you don't. He just he just said it happens. Right. Ran away and sold it. But right. he made. So he made money. No, he sold it. Who the guy made it? Not not Forrest Gump. He didn't make any. I don't agree with you. But anyway, How about so have a nice day. Do you think he because he wiped his face with, with the mud? Do you think he made money off that? Probably. No, no. So stop. I think this is going to now be something nil wise that we'll probably see from a, a lot of different people. And you know, again, it's it's because of the state because they live in California. They're now able to profit off of it. But then in other states, right. you can't sign high school kids. So it's really just where you're from. I mean, we saw that with the, the kid from Texas going up to Ohio State, getting a million dollars, and 
then transferring back because he couldn't get in Texas. So, and this was the uh, the I think so, the big fear for a lot of people with NIL. It wasn't that they didn't want players to gig, be getting money. It's just that they, with all these different rules, because the NCAA screwed it up and didn't get didn't get a control of it early, and Congress told them, "Don't come back here again. We're we're done with you." Um, or I'm sorry, the Supreme Court did. Um, so this is what you're worried about, you know, that they're just making, uh, you know, here's high school kids are going to now, are they going to be looked at differently when they go to Stanford? You know, probably yeah, a little bit. I mean, you know, they, and they did it by actually being good at their sport. Unlike, uh, what's her name? Lori Laughlin's kids and Felicity Huffman, you know, just made up things. Buying it. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, look, this thing is going to evolve eventually. And I don't know where it's going to evolve to. I couldn't tell you if what it's going to look like in five years. I do know that NIL will look different than it looks right now. That I think the collectives that are doing things wrong, the ones that are, I mean, there's do, certainly I would probably say most of them are doing it right. But there are some that are tampering, that are becoming general managers and, and trying to deal with that. I'll be. I'm curious to find out where it's going to be in five years. You know wh- whether it's going to be more under control, whether it's going to have some rules and regulations. And I heard, I think it was Ralph Russo was on um, one of the shows today, and he was talking about from AP. He was talking about look, everybody wants to say, oh, the college football is going to pull away from the uh, NCAA and be its own, you know, dominion, which I, I think a lot of people believe is going to happen eventually. But he says, don't think that they're not going to have to have rules still. You're going to have to have rules. It's just, they're just going to be different and enforced differently, and there'll be a different person in charge of them. But they're still – you've got to have rules. You can't just say, hey, in this college football scenario we're playing in, first down, whatever you think is a first down, just make it. If you get two yards and you think it's worthy of a first down, just take it. Take the first down. I mean, you've got to have rules. Still got to be 10 yards. Still got to be – you can't do certain things. Nobody should be allowed – under any circumstances, to tamper with players on a different campus. That's just wrong. Agreed. Let's see what's up. Porter's got for us. Hey, Porter, what's up? Hey, guys. Um, a couple things I want to uh, touch on you were talking about earlier. But first, um, I remember when Air, the Nike Airs came out, I don't, I can't remember if Jordan's name was on it, but it was in 84 for sure because I graduated high school in 84. And I had a couple of sprained ankles, and I wanted to try and do everything I could to prevent that. And um, I got the high top. Uh, air, they were like hundred and something dollars. Yeah, and, yeah, and they, I mean, they def- they definitely said Air Jordan, but it was like the winged logo. It was like for, almost looked like a pilot's wings, and that's how they developed it. That's okay, I, I just remember I, I wasn't getting them because the, you know, the name. I was getting them because I wanted to have the high tops to not to not sprain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My dad, my dad complained. My grandfather got them for me, and they were the most comfortable shoes all through basketball season. And in tennis, I didn't, I wasn't going to wear them for tennis because they were too restrictive. I thought. So the last, the day of our last tennis match, about an hour before, I'm in the gym playing playing basketball th- uh, three on three, and I sprained my ankle. And our tennis coach was so pissed off that I was out there doing the day of the day of our last match. But the point in this is, I ended up uh, playing districts the next week, and I basically made like a walking cast out of it. I had no mobility, but I used those the Air Jordans on the outside of that, uh, and 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 played. Um, my my dad tried to let me play, but they were they were great shoes. And I you know I I don't have any idea what the 
you know, Jordan Impact was back then. Uh, I was getting them because they were they were expensive, but they were, they were damn comfortable and uh, good back in the day. Um, you were talking about what, the Wild Wild West earlier. I'm trying to remember, wasn't it uh, Conrad? Was it Robert Conrad? Pat? Yeah, yeah. And, and what was the other, the, his sidekick, Martin? It was Martin, something Martin, I think. Ross Martin, Artemis Gordon. Ross yeah. Martin. And then who was the, the, the evil doctor? Dr. Loveless. Uh, Loveless. It was a, a little person. But um, I could never figure that show out. Was it a Western or was it science fiction? It That's really, what made yeah. it great. It was everything. It was all things to all people. And yeah, and he, James West met a lot of girls. Yeah, it was it was it was different, and, and you know, I enjoyed it back then. I, I agree, the movie didn't really uh, do much for me. Um, Jeff, if it uh, does, looks like it's clearing up now. But if it does rain, how, how uh, dedicated are are they to getting the game in today? Or are they going to? Uh, would they be you know tempted to just you know scrap it where it is in the season? What's your take on that? Do you have any any feel? Well, I mean, Florida State's already coming over so uh, they would obviously wait a little bit if they had to but they wouldn't push it back to tomorrow or anything i mean both of these teams got to finish up conference play and and gators would have no interest in playing tomorrow obviously obviously and last question you were talking about fabian certainly that all of a sudden his inability to to not lay off and, and not walk when was, was bad but i'm going to point to two other high points um he made a great catch uh late in sunday in sunday's game and a uh, ball sinking coming in that uh would have given uh, given uh, Missouri the lead in a bad situation, and also his bunt. Uh, I can't if that was the first game or the second game. Totally unexpected, and a, a perfect bunt. But even just being willing to do that in that situation, I thought was a was a was good on him. And I wish more players had that mentality, you know, team first kind of thing. But um, what's your take on that? And I'll take it off the air. Go Gators! Be All right, Porter. Him. Thank you. No, I mean it was. I was hoping that would get him going, but then it didn't the rest of the weekend. But he, he hit a ball to the wall. Guy robbed it and jumped up against the wall in his final at bat. So hopefully that is something he can remember. He hit a sack fly to right on the uh, the Saturday game or the Friday night game where I mean the ball almost left the yard. He hit another fly ball to left right at the edge of the warning track. So when he's put in play, he's doing okay. Yeah, but that's what he's got to do. Yeah, he's just missing too many. Yeah, uh, and he's not missing as many as last year, but it, it does feel it's like it's starting to add up. It's increased again, and yeah. it's becoming a problem. I don't know if he's – he certainly shouldn't feel any fatigue. He's a fourth-year player. No, he's fine. Yeah. Got to see. All right, let's get our final break of the hour. We'll come back and uh, wrap things up here all the way until 6 is Pat. Me, 530, so I can get over to uh, get ready for that Florida-Florida State game. Be right back here on the tailgate. Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Cassie Narcus. The annual Thanksgiving rival game between the Gators and the Seminoles has officially been moved to Friday, November 25th in primetime on ABC. Gator baseball will be hosting the FSU Seminoles tonight. The Gators and Seminoles have met twice already this season, tied at one win apiece. Coverage begins at 6.55. In other Gator news, the men's golf team has completed round two of the NCAA Regionals. They are now sitting in third and will tee off tomorrow at 7.30 a.m. The Tampa Bay Lightning will be playing the Florida Panthers in Miami tonight. This will be game one of the second round. This is also the first time the Panthers have moved on to the second round since 1996. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Cassie Nargis. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF.
It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breasts on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs, and see why Big Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. Hi, I'm the one they call James Bates, but my real name is Batesy. When I was your age, we never worried about being lit or glowing up or steez or anything like that. Uh Uh-uh. Only thing we ever cared about was being freaking radical. I mean, high-key rad AF. And TBH, that's what I look for when I need t-shirts, pens, cups, and koozies, and the like. I go to RadWearDesigns.com. If you're not using Radware Designs for your t-shirts, pens, cups, and koozies, then your stuff is probably sus. Like basic, and that's no cap. All lowercase. Radwaredesigns.com. Cox upgrades your equipment at no additional cost to help keep your Wi-Fi fast. So you can keep up with your son. Hey, Mom. And your son's friends. Hey, Mrs. G. (sighs) All of them. Including that one kid whose name you always mess up. It's Drubbin. I think it's Kevin. Seriously? Help keep your Wi-Fi fast for everyone with equipment upgrades from Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi. Requires panoramic Wi-Fi. Available software updates push to Gateway, and every three years you're eligible for an upgraded device. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Other restrictions apply. Your lawn isn't just a weekend chore. It's where you raise your kids, enjoy barbecues with friends and family. It's your oasis. So come stop by Florida Coast Equipment, your local Kubota dealer. Whether you need a Kubota zero-turn mower or Kubota tractor, we've got you covered. Our hardworking team at Florida Coast are people you can trust, providing the Kubota equipment you can depend on. Visit us today at Florida Coast Equipment or online at FloridaCoastEQ.com. From pylon to pylon, we are your home for all things football. Trying to get out of here? No, you weren't even putting your headphones on. That's because I was looking at something that just excited me so much. Salma? No. Guess what? Scarlet? Guess what? (laughs) What? What's next week for me? SEC tournament. SEC tournament. Yep. Gators will play on Tuesday, right? I don't know. Yeah, they have to play on Tuesday. Why do they have to play on Tuesday? Because they won't be a top four seed to get the bye. And play on Wednesday. So everyone else will play on Tuesday. Just don't know what time yet or what seed they're going to be. That could be a problem. Why? That could be a problem for doing radio next week. We're not doing radio oh, next week. That's right. <laughs> but that's not the, what I was talking about. <laughs> I'm just trying to throw you off. You're, you can't throw me off. I know. I Because ha- this excitement off. is so good. Uh, golf. How far Let is... Let me go with... You're going to play golf at Greystone. No. 
How far is Atlanta from Birmingham? Three hours. Two hours. Three. You're driving. You're slow. I, Two I hours for me. Limit. Two hours for me. Guess. I was no. You're right. It's three hours from Columbus. Yeah, it's two hours from Atlanta. Yeah. Guess who plays the Braves on Monday night? Cubs. Phillies. Okay. So I can go to the Braves game Friday or Monday night. Oh, that's, that, no. And they're giving away the World Series replica ring Ooh. as the giveaway. 720, Braves, Phillies. I have uh, with that giveaway. I mean, I, it's a no-brainer because I'd be driving up to Hoover, so I would just go to Atlanta instead on Monday night. Get well, to watch the Braves. I feel good for you. Isn't that, isn't that exciting? It's better than an Olivia Rodrigo concert. I can tell you that. Oh, uh, it was pretty good. <laughs> Actually, she was on doing uh, somewhere. I, I I don't know if it was on TV or on my phone. And I was I watched a little bit of the song. Just not my style of music, but she is really good. At well, and the. My, so my daughter's 13 that I took yes. to this concert. Has she signed an NIL deal yet? Not yet. <laughs> okay. So, and we only got two minutes, so humor me. We won't talk sports for these two minutes because I thought found this funny and fascinating. So the the tour was called the Sour Tour, which I didn't know what it meant. But you know, I had oh, to, I know what it means. I had to buy her an $80 sweatshirt, of course. Yeah. said Sour Tour on it. You know what it means? Well, now I do. Okay. <laughs> so the concert's over, like... And like we're walking out, and I'm like, Addie, did she have like some guy that really messed her up? Or like, because every song was about like heartbreak and she's mad at boys or boys upset her or friends are recovering. Like, it's like, duh, dad. Like, that's the whole point of all of her songs. Same with Taylor Swift. Yeah. Same with Adele, you know. I'm like, what is this crap? Like, you have this teeny bopper that's singing to teenagers about breakups and all this other stuff. It shouldn't be what 13-year-olds are listening to. Well, it's better than what the sour also means. What? It means pot. Oh, well, it didn't mean that. Yeah. It meant well, she Well, how was, do you know? Because it, every song was about breakups. Maybe she broke up because the guy kept stealing her pot. No, because the driver's license song was about... Her driving by her boyfriend's house to see if he was there because she was upset that they broke up. He was smoking a doobie. Once she got the driver's license. He had a little doob going outside the window. I got my driver's license. Drove by the house. His car wasn't there because he was with some other girl. Doing pot. <laughs> it definitely wasn't about pot. I'm just telling you, it's that's what a lot of people call it. I have people lining up the sour. Well, that's not what it was about. Okay. I'm just telling you. See, I, I just schooled you now. You thought it was about pot, but it's about breakups. Well, I'm not saying that. I'm saying I. when you said that word, I go, well, I know what it means. I do what it means. I didn't know it was just the regular meaning. Yeah, she was a sour person. She was sour at all the men that have hurt her. And, uh, She's Olivia Rodrigo. Go get somebody else. Give me a break. Well, that's what I say about Taylor Swift. How I mean, in the world get can, over it already. How, yes. How in the world can you have any problems? Plenty of money. All right. Come back for a whole nother hour of sports talk when we come back here on the tailgate.
WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Since 1971, Melden Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6. You can also join our podcast, Melden Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms. Melden Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldenLaw.com. At Radiant Credit Union, a home loan isn't just a home loan. It's a promise to be by your side and in your corner. It's a commitment to helping you build the future of your dreams. And it's a shared vision of what could be with big barn doors and shiplap. So much shiplap. Radiant Credit Union is here for you today, here for you tomorrow, and here for your next 30 years and beyond. Get started today at RadiantCU.org slash mortgage. Equal housing lender, federally insured by NCUA. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five-star treatment. Titan MRI is a place where your doctors are sending their family. So when you need an MRI, call Titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself. This program is paid for by Talking Reds LLC. The Dale with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, we are back for the second hour brought to you by Melvin Law. Melvin Law, they won't back down. Um... You can just talk to me because Jeff's a little distracted by uh, this news that he's going to get to go see the Braves play the Phillies. Phil- Phillies. You see Bryce Harper. I'm going to ask him a clown question. You should ask him a clown question. Yell it out. Do you remember when he did that in the yeah. press conference? Yeah. <laughs> guy, guy asks a question. He looks at him. And, That's a clown question, bro. <laughs> <laughs> there are no bad questions, just bad answers. <laughs> Although I asked. The dumbest question I ever asked Uh-oh. in my life was to Jack Nichols. Oh, no, no. At the Masters, in the press room at the Masters. Really? Because there was a year, I guess it was in 98. So 96 was my first Masters, and this was, he was, everybody was doing stories on the 10-year anniversary of him winning in 86, but I think I think it was 98. It might. I think it was 98, yeah. He's in contention again. 
Um, but I'm walk- I'm walking with him on the first hole, and I notice he goes all the way over the ropes and looks over at uh, the ninth hole, and Tiger's coming up the ninth hole. And so I said, I, I got a good question. I go, hey, uh, you know, Jack, Mr. Nicholas, although we are about the same age, Mr. Nicholas, uh, I was just curious. You were looking over. You looking over to see how what how Tiger was doing, what his score was. He goes, no. Looking to see where the pin was. I'm like, never mind. <laughs> Jeez. Like, what a dummy. I don't think I asked any more questions that year. Duber. That was a Duber. Um, or a Doobie. A Doobie brother. I actually got to meet Jack one time. And I got two autographs on two ping hats because that's all I had. So he wasn't even a ping guy. But they look cool. The autographs are really nice. Yeah, my sister-in-law got a a couple of flags signed by him for us for a tournament but uh uh I yeah I mean Jack was my guy he, even though Palmer was my guy but Jack as he got older became my guy you know when Arnold kind of wasn't able to do much anymore but still um it was it was good time good time for golf the big 3 Jack Nicholas Arnold Palmer and Gary it's pretty good player pretty good 3 you know I a lot of people don't know this that he is the designer of Hale Plantation. He designed the course. I didn't know that. And I walked the course with him when it was still dirt. Uh, they had a media thing, and I and I was really the only one who showed up. And um, I walked the whole course with him. He, he's, he was explaining to me that he was making the greens kind of flat because – and. Uh, Part of the reason was that he he was assuming it was going to be a a golf course being built for kind of a retirement type community, mm-hmm. and it really wasn't. And and maybe they should have told him <laughs> that it wasn't. But but again, when you got a uh, when you've got a, a green superintendent or whatever uh, he wants to call himself because he's he's the best there is. It's yeah. unbelievable. Hale, Hale was a big deal. I mean, that's where where Lopes moved into. You did. Back when he got the job, and you're like, man, this is way the heck out here, Lopes. Like, what are you doing? And then it it blew up. It did. And, uh, and everybody's yeah. out there. And it's. This is a severe thunderstorm warning. The National Weather Service in Jacksonville has issued a severe thunderstorm warning for Central Gilchrist County, West Central Alachua County, Southwestern Columbia County, until 5.30 p.m. At 5.3 p.m., a severe thunderstorm was located near Fort White, or near Inchichuckney Spring, moving southeast at 10 miles per hour. Hazard, 60 miles per hour in gusts and quarter-size hail. Source, radar indicated. Impact, hail damage to vehicles is expected. Expect wind damage to roofs, siding, and trees. Locations impacted include High Springs and Fort White. For your protection, move to an interior room on the lowest floor of a building. Repeating, a severe thunderstorm warning has been issued until 5.30 p.m. for the following counties in Florida, Alachua, Columbia, and Gilchrist. You may be right. They had, that was a good team. 88, 90, then it goes 92, right? That's when they went the next time. 
and they had that was Valdez and Burke, I believe, right? Or Valdez and Burke in '88? No, because Eric caught them in '96. Yes, that's right. And I, because I went to Denver for the uh, Olympic trials, and while I was out there, I was trying to find stories. I don't know, you know, we had to go. There was a rule that if you were going to go to the Olympics, you had to go to the Olympic trials. Uh, I don't know if it was just a rule when it was in the United States, because this case it was Atlanta. Um, but the year before, you had to go to the Olympic trials, which was, you know, I mean, there was a lot going on. I found, I mean, first time I ever met Brad Wilkerson was there. And it wasn't the Olympic trials, the Olympic festival, sorry. Um, yeah, so I'm watching this guy, and I go, let me go see this guy Florida sign. It's supposed to be pretty good. And I think he hit a, like a 900-foot homer. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah. let me go interview him. He'll be good. But one of the stops I made was I stopped in Colorado Springs. John Burke was pitching. And he, we sat there and watched John Daly win the British Open. Wow. Um, on the clubhouse screen. So it was really cool. That was one of my favorite trips of all time. I bet. Pretty out there. And I had Karen with me, which made it even better. It does. And we went up Pikes Peak. Wow. And she cried all the way up. Really? Because she thought we were going off the edge. I was driving. There are no guardrails there. That's bad. That is... With what you know about me? Yes. That is not good. Well, if you don't know this about the Gators, they have been very good in midweek games this year. Gators are 11-1 and one in midweek games. And but you didn't even know that. FSU, right? It was. Um, and, and Florida's been, been really good. They've hit, in their 12 midweek games, they've hit 27 homers. So they beat up on the crappy teams. Well, and let me, ask, let me say this about, um, I think the state of Florida – while FSU and Miami are both NCAA teams, the rest of the state is usually really good too. And I don't think it is this year. You know, you know the Stetsons and USFs and UCFs. I don't think are quite as good as they've been. Although, did Florida play UCF? No. Yeah. Why? Why not? They just oh, don't friction? do that anymore. Is it friction? Maybe. Are they still mad about Jay Bergman? Maybe. <laughs> I'm just wondering why they aren't playing. Um, so we'll see. It'll obviously be fun. I think a lot of people that had tickets to that original game many, many weeks ago. Yeah, and this is the last thing either coach wants to do is play a Tuesday game before final. I, I would assume the ACC also does a Thursday through Saturday. The last I would week. assume. It, um, but yeah, because yeah. there was no midweek game scheduled, so yeah. then they obviously found the spot, and Gators were were going to just be ready for their do final it thing. The Kentucky week because that's exam week, right? So yes. you can do it then, yeah. Finals week. Finals week, yeah. So we'll see. Um, I just you just hope that Judd can get it going because you got Langford who – I mean, Langford's got a chance to be the SEC player of the year. Like that's how freaking good he's been he does, yeah. this year. I mean, Thompson's turned into probably a first-rounder with the way that he's swinging it. I think you can very easily say that – I mean, there's, what, 32, 30 picks in the round. Um, he's got a chance to go first round. When you look at the rankings, so then, you know the two guys that came out of nowhere and started really, you know, all of a sudden we're going, "Holy cow, this is amazing!" I think people are figuring them out a little bit now. And Evans and uh, Caglia, Caglione, Caglione. Yeah, you can never say it right. Yeah, Ty just swings and misses too much. Caglione, I mean, he he wasn't he came here as a pitcher. I know. And the reason he's hitting is because they were just. He finished, finished Tommy John. He can't pitch, yeah. so he was swinging a bat, and he was hitting balls that are over the batter's iron like, damn, 
can this guy go do something? He he still did you did you see the ball that he hit in Missouri? No, nobody they could the camera couldn't pick it up. They said, You guys all at home, watch this and, and see if you can see where the ball we don't think it's landed. Well, and, and I, I didn't go back and listen to my call and you know, home runs are fun, certainly, but there's a lot of times where home runs are sometimes it's it's in doubt whether or not it's gonna right. make it over. So you're calling it, you're describing it, and you're saying, All right, the guys of the wall, all right, fine, it's gone, yay. Whoop de doo. Do you say yay? Sometimes. <laughs> but hey. when he hit that ball, yeah. Mike, my reaction, if I was in the stands, I would have been holy effing whatever. But you can't say that on the radio. So I, when he hit it, I paused for probably four or five seconds because I wanted to say holy. Like I've never seen a ball hit that far. It was, Ever? It was an absolute no-doubter. Well, that's why we couldn't see. I thought maybe he had gone all the natural. Roy Hobbs on him. I said that at the end the of the ball. call. I think <laughs> I said he almost he did the natural and hit the light pole. <laughs> no, like, that's how well, far he hit that thing. The first hit he ever got for the Knights, the the ball came off. Oh well, yeah, yeah, it erupted. Yeah, the, I mean that's what I thought maybe happened because I mean nobody it, nobody it could incredible. find the ball. Nobody could find the ball on the camera. You could you look at it and you went, I I still don't see the ball, and the announcer was saying. We're not sure where that ball went. It might be orbiting. And, was, I mean, they were being serious. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I those were Missouri guys. Yeah. Who, who were wearing shirt and ties in a booth that doesn't even open. So these guys are sweating their balls off. I'm like, what are we doing here? That guy was a pitcher a couple of years ago for them. I don't know. I didn't yeah. talk to him. If they don't bother to oh, talk so to you're, you're anti no, If they don't bother to talk too. to me, I'm not going to say hi to them. It's their job as the host school to come talk to the opposing so, school. So my job if tonight you will go over and talk to the FSU. Guys. Correct. And against South Carolina, I will go talk to the South Carolina guy. But if I am a visitor in your press box, you should come in and welcome me. They probably think you're you're that's not big maybe league, maybe every league. other uh, opponent comes over there. No, you're the only one. I learned that from the great Mick Hubert. Really? They should come welcome you, you le- to their field. No, it's, Nick's got a lot of good he, – he got you to be really prepared, too. Yes, he does. Did a mighty fine job as my – He raised you well. He was my Obi-Wan. He was. Do you have a lightsaber? No. That'd be cool, though. All right, let's get back to the phones and get Bitch to Job join us next. After you, by the Butch, way. what's up? Not much. Not much. I, you prompted me to ask a question where somebody turned to me in number one draft choice. Okay. This is my question. When you get drafted in football, you go right on and play and try to make the team. When you get drafted in uh, in baseball or you sign out of high school, um, you always go into a farm system. If Jeff Cardoza is that good a pitcher, why does he have to go into a farm system? Why can't you just go and play? Well, I, I think for – I mean, there have been a few guys over the years that have done that. Did Bob Horner? Yeah, yeah. never played a never played minor league game. Uh, Bond? Jim, Jim Abbott? Never did. John Olerud, never Somebody's, did. I think Bonds might have gone right from ASU to to in the. But but anyway, Butch, I, I think the way that you look at it is, I mean, you you want to get acclimated to to the system. It's a new coaching. Um, you know, you're facing guys in college, obviously that aren't as big as strong as what those big league hitters do, and you just you, you try to learn how to pitch a little bit more. A lot of these college guys might get away with just two pitches, and you want to try to develop a third pitch and. These guys at the next level understand and know that 
you know, hey, you just can't get there and rear back and throw 95 and get away with it in college because you're not getting away with that in the big league. So more often than not, they just have to teach you how to pitch a little bit better. But, I mean, heck, I mean, the, the best example for a Gator was Paco Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Paco was pitching in Omaha, and then he got drafted by the Dodgers, pitched in a couple minor league games over the summer, did so well that they brought him up in September at the end of the year. So, yeah, you just got to go out there and produce and, and see what you can do. But it's just okay. you, you got it, it, it takes, I would say, I mean, the really good ones are in the minors for about a year, those really high draft picks. But um, you know, more often than not, you're going to be there two or three years because you got a lot of a lot of other guys ahead of you. I guess sometimes it's good that you you get humbled a little bit. Yeah, you need to you're riding in a bus and sure doing all that kind of and stuff. And one other thing, it, it bears along the same lines. I think there has been. Has there ever been a high school player that went straight from high school to right into the bigs? And I'm thinking of some guy named Clyde, and I thought he went to the Texans, and that's probably been 15 years. He ago. went to the and Rangers, even, yeah. Texas Rangers, uh, yeah, uh, and he bombed out, right? He didn't, he didn't cut it. I can't, uh, I'm trying to think of his first name, David Clyde. He did. He went right from high school to the big leagues and did not do well. Yeah, I never heard of him. Well, that's all right, guys. Because he didn't. Thank do well. you, Butch. Appreciate it. He didn't do that well. That would be in, insane. Well, I, for some reason, there's no way you go did, right from Dwight high school. Dwight Gooden didn't do that, did he? Right from high school? No. Look it up. Google it. Google right. Dwight Gooden. We'll get a break so we can uh, use Google, and we'll come back and get more of your phone calls. Jack, swing the bat. You're in the on-deck circle to join us here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Cassie Narkis. The annual Thanksgiving rival game between the Gators and the Seminoles has officially been moved to Friday, November 25th, in order to secure a primetime spot on ABC. Gator Baseball will be hosting the FSU Seminoles tonight. Coverage begins at 6.55. This game is a makeup for March. In other Gator news, the men's golf team has completed round two of the NCAA Regionals and will tee off tomorrow at 7.30 a.m. with Vanderbilt and Florida State. The Tampa Bay Rays will be playing the Detroit Tigers tonight at home. This is the second game of a three-game series, with last night's game resulting in a loss for the Rays. The Miami Heat will be playing the Boston Celtics tonight at home in the first game of the Eastern Conference Finals. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Cassie Narkis. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Every morning I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. 
Hey, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. We're rolling along in 2022 as happy, healthy, and hungry as ever. You know, a big priority for me is to support as many local charities as possible. So check out the Leonardo's Facebook and Instagram pages to keep up with all of our fundraising efforts, topped off by being a title sponsor of the Bob Dooley Invitational. We're already ahead of our goal to donate $50,000 this year. So help us help the Gainesville community, baked since 1976, and it feels like we're just getting started. Oh, Jeff, did I mention the tailgate 10? The springtime is packed with Gator Sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch all the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. We are your home for Florida Gators softball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. I'm Mick Hubert, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. All right, we're walking you back. Duels and Dozo here with you. Curtis, our producer. Jason Jason got fed up with us, so he uh, moved us over. Did he leave? He no, he's over out? there. I think we lost our mics. We. Uh, oh, I can hear mine. You can? Yeah. It's a you problem. Oh, yeah, my, my doohickey fell out of the hole. That's what she said. <laughs> um, so appreciate uh, those guys' efforts today. Jason took hour one. Curtis is just destroying them in hour number two with all the uh, these great phone calls that we had. It's so, like a, it's like a non-competitive Tetris game. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. I mean, Jason just thought he was dominating, and then Curtis came in and said, "See boom. ya, boom." Don't even boom. need you back. Boom. Let's get uh, back to the phones and get Jack to join us next. Hey, Jack, what's up? All right, Jeff, I have to agree with Pat. Uh oh, yeah, I have to agree. Forrest Gump did not make anything on It Happens or The Happy Smile Face. No. He made his money on Apple and Jenny and Jen A, like 29 or 30, the shrimp boats. Yeah, Gen he did have all those shrimp boats. Yeah, But I, yeah, I swear that he said he had the idea for the bumper sticker. It doesn't matter. No, he, he wiped it. He wiped his face off and goes, It Happens. Right. That was it. That was it. No, he stepped thing, in it. The next, and- then the next thing, yeah, then the next thing you see a bumper sticker that says what happened. Right, so yeah. I thought that that meant he sold it because no, he just 
He was four. He young. gave it he to the guy. The guy. He, yeah, he, he went to Alabama, dude. He's not gonna, he was really fast at Alabama he's, too. He, he was, but he was. He was. He is not going to come up with an idea like that on his own. <laughs> yeah, no. No, no kidding. Thanks for Lieutenant Dane with his new Teflon, his new Teflon coat of legs, and got me into Apple. So yeah, <laughs> oh, yep. good. Uh, Pat, you think uh, I, I met Arnold Palmer, the great, the late great uh, Arnold Palmer, ten years ago at Pebble Beach? Actually, next week. And uh, so I walk up and I see him. It's like 47 degrees at Pebble Beach. I got my orange shirt on. I'm, 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 I'm going like I'm on cloud nine. Shot a cool 107, but got in. The guy goes, "Man, I just met Arnold Palmer." And I told my, I told my wife, and she, Lisa had been freezing the whole round. And uh, I said, "I got to meet him because my grandfather bought his set of first set of clubs in 1958. The date Monday after Arnold won the Masters and started lessons that Tuesday. So we've got Arnold. And I walk him in, and so Lisa goes, "Hey, you can handle this." So I go, "Baby, I sell toilet paper. I can do. I, I can go meet people." <laughs> so I walk up. He, he's, he's sitting right in the, in the tap room there, and I can see his head. I'm like, "There's his head." So we walk in. I walk in. I go, "Oh my gosh, it's Arnold Palmer." He goes, "Yeah, I'm Arnold Palmer. Who the f you think of this?" <laughs> <laughs> You know what, though? But he was so cool. Get over here. And his wife goes, you know, man, take that hat off. I said, yes, ma'am. So I took my hat off fast. You know, he was weird about hats. And just got to meet him. And just he was so cool. Told him the story. And he's sitting there eating bangers and mash and drinking a 20-ounce Arnold Palmer. And I said, Mr. Palmer, can I can I, can I, I buy your uh, brunch, lunch, or dinner, whatever it's called? Here he goes, I own the GD place. <laughs> <laughs> and so, it's, so we take the pictures. The the, the, the lighting's bad, so I walk about 50. I said, thank you so much. He said, sit down and eat something. I said, if I, Mr. Palmer, if I sit down, I'll stay forever. And so we walked maybe at 10 feet, and with the way the light was coming in, it, none of the pictures took. And I'm like, oh, God, I just followed this man. I cannot. And the, the, the pictures are all bad. So I walk, I just, I guess my head dropped, and he yells, did they take? I said, no, sir, they didn't. He goes, well, get your F and A over here. Get, let's get this SH, you know, up right. So I went over there. We took more pictures. They You're doing a lot of spelling well, today, Jack. Yeah, but I'm just saying though how great he was. And I mean, again, just you know, again as a, as a human being, you know, I, I don't know if these younger guys are like that. I was going to ask something else too, Phil, uh, about Phil. Do you think this is like a hatchet job on Phil? I mean, is, is this guy trying to end his career, or just what's he trying to do? I mean, what's his what's his thought process? I yeah, every bad thing Phil's done. The thought process is inexplicable to me. Well. And, I mean, I and, know that this is this is a guy who's a major gambler, and yeah. So, and yep. and and and, the, and and what I have heard, and and again, I don't know if it's true. I need to talk to somebody within the industry, but he has lost so much money that he doesn't basically have anything left. So he now is trying to get paid a bunch of money to to go do this, and that's why he has to abandon, you know, what the what the tour did because he's got a basically a quick fix and an opportunity. I mean, heck, who? Was it Jack? They said they offered him a hundred million. Yeah, to be the the face to, of to it, to be the commissioner, yeah. kind of. Yeah, and and he wouldn't do that. I mean, that's that's tough to turn down. And you know, if someone dangles like fifty million or something at Phil, and he's in trouble. Then well, guess what? Well, and well, again, I, that I could heard, be true, or it I, may I've not heard, be true. I mean, I, I've heard that, again. I've talked to somebody that knows his caddy, and knows his brother, and all the stuff. And he said Phil's full us. He's got plenty of money. His big gambling problem stopped back in two thousand four. He lost so much money, he just kind of quit. That's what I was told. So, again, to trash this guy and hear all the stuff, and, I mean, you know, Greg Norman's going to make this, making a fool out of himself, but, I mean, I've heard that Kevin Nob's going to play on there, Ian Poulter, because, you know, uh, it's just it's too much money. Yeah, it's hard, to, it's hard to turn that down. And, I mean, and for, for those guys that aren't going to win a whole bunch of majors, you might as well just go yeah, get paid yeah, and live the I'll, good life. Yeah. The best players will yeah, still I mean, still be playing on the – Yeah, you know, guys in the late 40s, yeah. early 50s, go make some money. But, I mean, 
I think it's just downright disgusting that Phil didn't play in the Masters and and didn't play the P, and not playing this week in the PGA. I mean, that was one of the greatest. greatest I, I need I year. need evidence that he's alive because I I have there's no evidence that that Phil Mickelson hasn't been yeah. taken out and you know soprano style out into the woods like <laughs> like uh, Adriana. You know, I mean, I, we haven't like heard Ralphie, a word from him since like Ralphie and cut cut your head off and put it in the bowling ball bag. That's right. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's just, it's just. Again, I went from. I'm just like you, Pat. I'm old, much older than Jeff. By the way, again, Jeff, I, props on what you did for me a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, I went from Arnie to Jack. My grandfather despised me. You know, Arnold won his last. I think he won the Bing Crosby in '72, and he just started sliding pretty hard after that. Once he stopped smoking, he stopped winning. So I, you can, I don't know if you can correlate that. But I became a Jack guy. And I was a Jack guy till the – I mean, Jack was in contention at the Masters at the turn, I think, in, in, was it 90 or 89 or 90? 98. 98 he was in contention, yeah. Yeah, I mean, his hip went out on him. He had to have hip replacement surgery because his hip – on the back nine, his hip went out on him. But he was like two shots off. And again, yeah, I he chipped in on three. Hit. I remember the roar. Yep. The roar was like unlike anything yep. I've ever heard there. Yep. I mean, so again, he, Jack's the classiest loser, the classiest winner. He's a, he's a class act. I hope he lives forever. But you know, this this thing trash and fill. I mean, hey man, Tigers bumped back. And uh, again, I, from from a guy I know that's in the industry told me that Phil just doesn't want to have the initial press conference. And I'm like, you know. Ask your buddy Tiger. He's had four or five of them. So, yeah, I mean, it's just everybody's forgiving, but, uh, you know, it's it's just sucks what's happened to him because I've been a tremendous fan of him. And, I mean, I miss him on TV just for all the – you know, he, he plays like most of us 90% of the time, you know. Yeah, I and the weird thing is I've been a Phil guy, and I've, I've kind of lost a lot of the uh, – my affection for him because of this. I mean, look, I don't want to watch a tour – over in Saudi Arabia. I want to watch the tour where we're playing, you know, the great courses in the, in America. Yeah, I agree too. I'm just saying again, if he said something to the PGA, that's, that was pretty stupid on his part, his part, but Hey, he apologized. You know what? Like Gary player said at the masters, you know what? He apologized. Let's move on. Yep. Yeah. You can only, you, like you said, you can only crucify uh, one person. By the way, the guy that's playing Jerry Buss. on um, just that, 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 how they're playing portraying Jerry Buss on that, on that deal yeah. that uh, yeah. LA Lakers. He makes the cattleman look like Fred McMurray from My Three Sons. He is a, of course, he also was in the great movie Step Brothers. He was. Yes, and Boogie yes, Nights. Yeah, I mean, and he may be yeah, able to be Boogie served. He was, he was also uh, Kevin Costner's catcher in For Love of the Game. He was. Yes, he was. He was also yes, in was. Magnolia. I, that, I mean, that, I mean, man, I know they stretched the truth and all that stuff, but I mean, yeah, and Magic did lose like three or four billion dollars if he had signed with Nike. Yeah, that's crazy. Right. Thank I you, Jack. Jerry Buss was here, was living the high life, though. I mean, I, the the interesting part of that series is how much he really didn't have, and then when the Lakers yeah. took off, he ended up making. He ended up. He, he gambled on it and it yeah. won. And it, you know, every time I see him smoking on that show, though, I go, God, that's what killed you in the end. You know, like mm. he had a heart attack. Yeah, it was tough. All right, it's going to be tough for me to leave. Because Pat's going to be all by himself. So call him up. Say, hey, make sure you listen to the baseball game tonight. 7 o'clock, Gators-Knowles. And we'll talk about uh, how good the victory was tomorrow when the Gators spanked that Tushi. Or not. Let's hope so. We'll be right back here on the tailgate. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. 
Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold Hold hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. I'm Randy Wright in the UF Weather Center as we continue to inch closer and closer to the rainy season. The afternoon and evening showers and thunderstorms will continue to pop up. Overnight tonight, 68 for the low with partly cloudy skies. The wind southwest at about 5 to 10. Slightly drier air overhead for the day Wednesday. Mix of sun and clouds, slight chance for a shower, and the high at 93. I'm Randy Wright in the UF Weather Center. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Three-time All-NBA defensive team, Patrick Beverly. With CP3, would you deem it as a top five point guard to ever play the game of basketball? Top ten, that's pushing it. Top five, no. And there's no discredit to CP. He's going to be a Hall of Fame, of course, but, I mean, we talking about some studs, man. If you give anyone the keys for that long, you should have those numbers. Key, J, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Sports scene with Steve Russell, weekdays at noon, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, we are back. Uh, again, Jeff is taking off to go to baseball, and he'll be doing the game tonight, 7 o'clock start. 
Um, we'll see what the uh, what the weather looks like. It's it's kind of weird because I'm looking straight ahead and it's bright sunshine, but right behind me, it's I can hear thunder. So um, hopefully uh, everything will work out um, for that game. Let's go ahead and uh, keep with the phones three nine two eight two five five. If you want to call in and uh, again for for a lot of you out there, uh, they announced the, the the lead story really when we were talking not only Florida FSU baseball but the Florida FSU football will be played. We all already knew it was going to be a Friday night game. It'll be a seven thirty game on ABC, and um, and then the you know whether you think wearing black they won't be wearing for this game, but whether wearing black uniforms a good idea or not personally don't care for it. Let's go see what Tennessee Mike has today. What's up, Mike? What's going on, Pat? How much? Hey, Pat, been enjoying the show. I was going to ask Jeff there about his interaction with Tony Valls in Atlanta, but he hit the side door on me. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I've heard the story, and he was he was kind of a jack wagon. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, I've heard him a lot. I think he's a pretty good guy. That's why I was looking for Jeff. But uh, hey, uh, Pat, got a um, industry call for you as usual. I want to dedicate it to uh, Scott Strickland. Before I do, I thought I might make you laugh on, laugh on a little golf story myself, real quick. And I'm not a golfer, although I have golfed. And I'm a lefty, well, that makes you way, a golfer. Pat. I, I'm, a, I'm a lefty, and sometimes I play cross-handed, Pat. That probably doesn't fool you too much, does it? Not really, but I've seen Mike Bianchi play golf, so I've seen him. <laughs> hey, Pat, i got a buddy. He's kind of an Ole Miss fan. He's from the Gulf Coast, Biloxi area. He used to live up here in Knoxville. We used to hang out all the time, party and stuff. And Knoxville gets a minor league golf tournament, web tour or whatever. Corn and, Ferry, uh, yeah. But, yeah, whatever it is, yeah. Nike, whatever they call it. Well, it's Corn Ferry. Well, anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, whatever it is. Well, anyway, um, a few years back, I mean, I'm I'm a sports fan. I'll watch, you know, hang out, drink a few beers in the hospitality tent, watch the golfers come in, and uh, got to see a good uh, walk about seven or eight holes with Larry Mize. And, uh, you know, he's a one-hit wonder, right? Big Greg Norman, I know my history. And um, here's the, the funny part. My buddy, he was kind of a, he's kind of a, I don't know if I could say a fraudster, but kind of had a scam going. He had a wife, kind of ugly, but she was pretty well endowed, I guess as you would say. And he would uh, send his wife a, a pack to these uh, no-name golfers after they put it out on the 18th, give them a big hug, sign my uh, this or that, can I have your golf glove? Uh, you know what my, my buddy sent his wife up there to do that? No. To score 30 free golf gloves for his golf gloves for the whole year. <laughs> wow. Send his wife up, give him, a big, uh, give him a big hug that they'll always remember and get about, walk away with about 30 golf gloves. What's a, what's a, what's a golf glove? They, these dudes probably wear them once and throw them away. Yeah, they do. What's a go- I don't. Yeah, but, they, you know, like, I don't know, 12 bucks maybe. Yeah, so, so think about it. You send your wife up here and give about 30 bear hugs like Goodell, you come away with $200 worth of gear. <laughs> pretty yeah. good, pretty smart, isn't it? And and some poor little kids are not getting a golf club. <laughs> I doubt he's too worried about that too much. Hey, Pat, um, want to ask you an interesting question as usual here. Um, let's talk about uh, um, Miami for a second. I listen to Joe Rose in the morning a lot. Big not in Miami, you know, Panthers and Heat, but I don't care about that so much. But let's talk about the U and um, uh, Chris the Ball and that scene for a second, Pat. And here's where I'm going. I threw this at you a while back. I heard it. didn't make it up. It made a lot of sense to me. Rarely does an athletic director get to hire three football coaches. Sometimes the coach will leave for the NFL, like Jimmy Johnson or whatever, Pete Carroll. So, you know, sometimes guys retire or whatever. But rarely does a, an athletic director get to hire three coaches. And um, 
Blake James got fired, Pat, and he hired Manny Diaz. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Blake James had hired Lane Kiffin, who was right under his nose at FAU, Blake James would still have a job. Possibly. And these ADs. It wasn't just football these, it was a, that he had a problem with. Yeah, but he got he got cleaned out in this last mess. Um, you know, he went, Dan Radakovich, right out of where's they Clemson? Where's he come from? Is it Clemson, right? Yeah, Clemson. He, you, yeah. Highly respected but, too. But 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 let's face it: these ads, they like the country club guy, the guy that's not on Twitter, the guy that they control. And let's face it: most ninety-five percent of these dudes don't want anything to do with with Kiffin because he's a wild card. He's on Twitter. He's Kiffin. But um, it cost Lane, uh, it cost uh, Blake James his job. And I was going to ask you what you think about Cristobal down there, but before I do, I want to, if uh, Strickland's out there riding around in his S-Class Mercedes going to the golf course himself, you could hire play golf. Kiffin too, buddy. Okay. Uh, uh, you know, Strickland, you know, he whiffed on his first hire, a guy he knew well. Now he could have hired Kiffin, and he's got this guy. So um, if a Strickland's sitting on the uh, in the Bahamas drinking a Corona light here in two or three years, he's only got himself to blame because he could have hired Kiffin too. And here's where I'm going, Pat. These guys. You're going the same place you go every time. No, 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 no. These guys. Want By the way, the last AD at Florida also hired three coaches. So. Yeah, okay. but these guys want to keep it comfortable. Hire a guy who's good in the suit. You know, Johnny Bravo. Okay. They can control. You want to hire a guy till who can day, win. Yeah. Till one day the president calls in, like they did to Blake James, and said, "Hey, guess what, Blake? You're fired." And hey, Scott, if you're out there listening, you didn't hire Lane Kiffin, and it might happen to you too. You got a thought about that? No, I don't. I don't think there's any way that's going to happen. I, I, I think if he doesn't, if he gets fired, and I don't think he will, it would be because of a lot of uh, hires that he made. You know, not just the football one. Uh, most people here are really happy with Billy Napier so far. Yeah, now again, he hadn't won a game, and lost a game. Yeah, okay, let's do this two ways here, Pat. First off, what do you think about Chris DeBall? Fell on his face at FIU, did a somewhat decent job at Oregon, although whatever, he's got the Saban rub. How do how you think about that? Yeah, he seems to be off to a good start, and I think he's put together a good staff, and he also has uh, done a good job recruiting so far. And I think, I, again, even though I know that you believe that Lane Kiffin gets looked the other way, the, uh, people look the other way because of his uh, character, um, I think a lot of it has to do with his inability to recruit. I mean, he's great at the portal. Uh, NIL, nah, you're, you're, you're barking up the wrong tree on that. I think it's all about control, and, you know, a lot of these guys just want, want a little puppet with some strings, you know, and all that. I don't but, know what um, you're talking about there. Yeah, but, but okay, here, here's, let me ask you this, Pat. What's Strickland making a year? Uh, I don't, it's over a million, I know that. Yeah, okay. I think uh, Danny White up here is pushing two. Yeah, but, um, I don't know what he's okay, making. Let's say you personally were making that kind of money. It's unfathomable for most regular Joes to comprehend that kind of that seventh figure on the uh, pay stub there. But let's say you were cashing a seven-figure check. Would you hitch your wagon to Billy Napier or Lane Kiffin? Uh, Billy Napier. Well, I think you're an idiot. Well, I think you're an idiot, and goodbye. Um, I would. Here's why I would go with Billy Napier is because Billy Napier is going to recruit. He's going to do great things, and uh, I. I Look, I, I don't know. I agree. Lane Kiffin is a really good in-game coach. He's really good at it. He's not great with in some other situations. And I'm like, look, if they if Florida had hired him, I'd have said, yeah, all right, let's see how this works. This will be interesting, it's certainly. Napier was a hot coach. A lot of people were after him. A lot of people were after him the year before. 
and tried to get him, SEC schools that tried to get him. But instead, uh, he wanted to stay with that team. And one of the reasons he wanted to stay with that team at Louisiana was the year before they were going to play for the conference championship. They got it yanked out from under him because I think it was Coastal Carolina had COVID issues and couldn't play. So they could, you know, he he didn't want to walk away from those guys, especially the older players, and deal with that. So I I don't know why uh, Tennessee Mike always feels like all he's going to do is continue to call the show with the exact same theme every time. Scott Strickland should be hired cause, fired because he didn't hire Lane Kiffin. Okay, that's your opinion. I think you're dead wrong about it. Man, but it's the same opinion every time. Okay, we get what you think. Okay, we get it. Tommy, help me out here, will you? Hey, man, where the hell is Kiffinville at? Because that's got to be where he resides, man. You know, the... Like, there's no way you keep calling my show every freaking day and I got to hear this blast. Man, stop bringing up Lane Kiffin, man. Like, every single day, all we do is hear about that, you know? Well, every it's like the day, one one day I told... His to get to his elbow to, to tell us about Lane Kiffin. And what? it's a drawn-out... He goes around his tired. ass to get to his elbow. Well, <laughs> it's one day that Robbie was in here and I said... I told him, I said, look... Cattleman's getting ready to come on. If he says, um, if he mentions uh, Donnie Tyndall, Lane Kiffin, and Bruce Pearl, he'll talk about all three of those guys, and uh, it'll be Yahtzee. So you soon, owe me a six pack. And, and as soon as he said it, we just went Yahtzee. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I mean, every time he calls, it's like I guess the people up there, it's it's like you know, one of those Facebook trolls. That's kind of what he is on call shows. To be honest with you, yeah, I you know sometimes it, I don't want to want to take it. It's kind of like call. that. Yeah. It's like man, he now he's good content. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I he is to to a certain extent. He tells you information and in pieces that we've probably already read that morning or heard <laughs> on another talk show. But I also think, like I've told you guys before, I think he has his own little like little YouTube thing he does because you can hear background noise every time you guys are on the phone with him throughout. Yeah, I don't you know can hear his like, yeah. yeah. But anyhow, the reason I called you today, Pat, was not to, not to really beat him up. I wish I could meet him in person, but that's a different story. So uh, secondly, um, the reason I called today was the Chris Paul, Drew Holiday thing. Did you hear that today? I where, did not. Where Drew Holiday um called out chris paul that he was on get up or or this you know one of the uh sports center shows one of the espn shows yeah. in the morning yeah and they asked is cp3 top 10 of all time and he said man that's pushing it top five hell no he's like man if you've been given the keys that long you're talking about point guards yeah yes sir and he said if you've been given the keys to the bus that long and haven't been able to prove yourself he's like He's like, come on, man, everybody would have those numbers if you've had those keys that long. And he said, don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to talk trash to CP3. He's a great player, but top 10, eh, top 5, hell no. Like, But the numbers are there because everywhere he goes, he's the veteran. Now, the reason I'm asking you this, Pat, do you know how it kind of goes where LeBron is kind of like out of it right now? Like, the, you know, when he's not in the playoffs, these other players kind of rise up? Like, you'll hear other names other than Braun. Like, nobody's talking about LeBron right now. They're talking about Luka, Tatum, Giannis, 
and because LeBron missed the playoffs, right? When you miss the playoffs, most of the people that are 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 watching the our our NBA, they're only watching the playoffs. So when you're not there, your name is obsolete. So like he's not even there. Ja Morant's name, Steph Curry's there, you know. And I feel like Chris Paul's in commercials. He's on State Farm. So he, he's, like, in your face all the time. So even when he's not good, he's still the likable guy. Because yeah. he's, he's, like, your State Farm insurance agent, man, you know? like So I feel like people give him a pass. Plus, also, Drew Holiday brought up how he can kind of talk to the, the uh, refs when they can't. Yeah, that you could know, be. the rest of, like got slapped in the face and didn't give Chris Paul the call. But if that had been Holiday, he would have got a flagrant for Yeah, well. And I, I think it's because he's the head of the players, isn't he? Uh, I, yeah, I mean, that's part of, of it. Yeah. League? I mean, the bottom line is he's a really good player, but I would never consider him a top 10 point guard. Neither. Me neither, man. He cho- he chokes like Harden, dude. He, he's always there, but never, never. Like and I think I told you guys this the other day when I called and you know he him and Blake Griffin have the most losses um, of uh, winning being up two zero in a series and losing losing the series he has the most of those is Chris Paul yep so it's be. like yep. it's like man golly dude you gotta step up a little bit you do you know and to be the best player I mean I'm I don't have State Farm for a reason you know. <laughs> Well, yeah. It's like but... a good neighbor, man. Like a good neighbor. All right, Just Tommy. Show up, but be good, Pat. Thank, Thank you, buddy. Appreciate the call. We do have to get our last break in. We'll do that right now. And uh, when we come back, we'll maybe talk a little college football. We'll see. we got a couple calls still coming in. We'll get to those as well. You're listening to The Tailgate, ESPN, 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Cassie Narkis. Gator Baseball will be hosting the FSU Seminoles tonight. The Gators and Seminoles have met twice already this season, tied at one win apiece. Coverage begins at 6.55. For Gator football, the annual Thanksgiving rival game between the Gators and the Seminoles has officially been moved to Friday, November 25th in primetime on ABC. In other Gator news, the men's golf team has completed round two of the NCAA Regionals and will tee off tomorrow at 7.30 a.m. The Tampa Bay Lightning will be playing the Florida Panthers in Miami tonight. This is the first time the Panthers have moved on to the second round since 1996. The Tampa Bay Rays will be playing the Detroit Tigers tonight at home. This is game two of a three-game series. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Kathy Narkis. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. So I have a full upper dental implant and full lower. The bottom is removable. So I had everything removed and replaced. I take them out every day, clean them, and put them back in. They snap on securely so you can eat with comfort and everything else and you don't have to worry about laughing and them coming out. I was dumping so much money into like replacing each individual tooth. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to find an alternative. I love it. (laughs) I can smile a big smile now and not have to worry about missing teeth. 
it's a great place. I highly recommend it. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. It's time to celebrate outdoors. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Let Electronics World help you upgrade your lanai, pool deck, or backyard space with outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung. Outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. That's electronicsworld.net. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back. We've got about seven and a half minutes left in the show here on a Tuesday. Jeff, of course, is out at baseball, and we're bringing you the game tonight. Also got basketball going on tonight. There's a lot of stuff going on tonight. The draft lottery, I know you can't wait for that. Ooh, see whose ping-pong balls come up. That's what she said. Let's go to Gator Mike and see what he's got for us today. What's up, Mike? Hey, so about the previous caller, it was actually Patrick Beverly on that talk show, not Drew Holiday. Just to clear that up, Drew Holiday. Yes, I did. I, that's why I was confused a little because I I know that Beverly was on on uh, a lot of the shows this week. And he... Yeah, so that was Patrick Beverly. It would be kind of uh, you know hassle to lose Game Seven, fly out to first take and be on first take in what like yeah. eighteen hours. That'd be hard to do, seven. but it's possible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, possible. I, I guess if you hate someone enough, you can that's bend funny. bend the world to talk trash about them on national TV. Um, but here's the thing, and this is the sad truth about what we see with TV now. Uh, uh, if you don't have a hot take, nobody's going to watch it. So you got you got to come up with a hot take, and that's what that's what happens too much, I think. You know, it's yeah. like I was telling somebody the other day. Every time, uh, like you lose a game, you know the next day on all these different talk shows, it's going to be who's to blame for this loss. You know, could be the right. fourth game of a of a. Major League Baseball season. Who's to blame for losing to the Phillies last night? Right. Well, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, everyone's blaming Chris Paul as if Devin Booker didn't go, what, like he shot he was 12%. Nobody was good I for mean, them. Yeah. They, they, the big three for Phoenix started the game like 0 of 13, field goal shooting with Aiton Paul and Booker. So, you know, I mean, there's enough blame to uh, go around. Uh, so I don't want to really – even think about the Tennessee Mike call because that's always kind of a train wreck. But I am going to bring up something tangentially related, so I apologize in advance. So, I mean, Gator fans are happy with Billy Napier, right? I mean, there's no question about that. Would you say that Gator fans are happy with the job that Scott Strickland has done? Because from what I've seen, and, you know, I'm on Twitter, and that we we speak in a hot takes, right? That's all you get on there. But, you know, people talk about how you know, he's had two incidents with women's sports coaches that were not looked favorably upon. He, you know, failed with the... I think fire. in the second case, he he did act pretty quickly on it. Yeah. Uh, but the first but, case, but yeah, there's still, no question he made mistakes there with that. I mean, I, 
I don't think Gator fans are unhappy because he whiffed on Kiffin. I think Gator fans are unhappy just because of the embarrassment that that situation brought. And I have friends who are, like, super unhappy about the plans to, like, reduce capacity in the stadium. Um, I don't I, – I'm personally – No, I'm not, not one of them. I, I can tell you that. I, I think that everybody is going to be reducing capacity in all the stadiums all over America just because uh, you need people to be more comfortable. And let's face it, if you sit on bleacher seats, you're not going to be comfortable. They're trying to get – well. That straightened out, you know. Maybe, maybe when I'm your age, I'll agree with you, Pat. But I'm young enough where I can. I you better hope hour. you get to be my age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so listen, uh, just my main point, I guess, is that like, you know, I, I think he's sensing maybe that Gator fans have some sort of frustration with Strickland in some areas. But I don't. I but just want to reiterate, it's not because he hired Napier. I think no. by and large, everyone was really happy with that hire and even before the coaching search started you know a majority of people were saying hey let's go after this guy just because of that report that came out you know that i don't remember who wrote the story but it was a story about how he structures his staff and his right. meetings like Saban does and everybody sort of ran with that and so i it's turned out well you know we've got commits popping which people were complaining wasn't happening now it's happening so i i think that's fine and I wouldn't want Kiffin here, and I was actually very anti-Kiffin because he's just Dan Mullen at Mississippi State with a Twitter account. Yeah, he trolls on. I mean, it's the exact same thing. He's at a Mississippi school who doesn't have a great history. He's winning more games than they would on average, and he's not recruiting. Who does that sound like? So I, I just feel like people were falling for the same thing again. I know it's getting close to the end of the show, so I'll take it off the air. Thanks, Pat. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks a lot for the call there, Mike. Uh, yeah, no, look. I, I, Lake Kiffin is a really good play caller. He's a really good offensive coach. Um, and I, I have a lot of respect for him that in that regard. I'm not a big fan of his, you know, the whole Joey Freshwater and all that. But, you know, look, if you blew it with Layla Reeves, you, you, I'm not a fan of yours, right, for that reason alone. Um, but, you know, the bottom line is um, I don't I, – I think – Gator fans as a whole, if you're looking, you can't look at Gator fans as a whole. But but if you do try to do it that way, because there are people who really, really are passionate about gymnastics, for example, really passionate about softball. I know a lot of people that are really passionate about baseball. But the bottom line is a majority of the fans are mostly passionate about football and then maybe basketball as number three, like football and spring football, and then basketball, and then you get to gymnastics and all the other sports. So as long as he makes good football hires, people are going to be happy with him. Now, Dan Mullen seemed like a good hire. They were going to New Year's Six Bowls every every year, right? Then then all of a sudden it became obvious. I, I think he he kind of hamstrung himself with some of the things he said two years ago, and then last year the program's going down the tubes and he's not recruiting and, and they're not doing well and they're going to have a terrible – look, I was surprised they did. They pulled the plug when they did. That was kind of a quick trigger, but I, I do agree with it, to be honest with you. Whether Billy Napier works out or not, we'll see. But the bottom line is I just wrote a thing for a Gators Wire, and you can go read it there, about the ten reasons why this is going to be the right guy and you guys all need to give him a little patience. Just be a little patient with it, okay? I know a lot of people won't. They don't like to be. But 
You need to be. Because there's a lot going on that seems to be positive. And, uh, again, I know this season's schedule with the back-ended road games and the opening first two games, even though they're home or tough, it's not gonna, not conducive to a great season with a team that doesn't have a great roster. But it'll get there. I, I believe it'll get there. But, hey, I've been wrong before. And what I'm right about is that we got to get out of here. And we're going to do that right now. We'll go home, have a nice dinner, come back tomorrow and do it all over again. Watch the Gator game tonight. Until then, I am Pat Dooley for Jeff Cardozo. I'm deep way back, and I am out of here. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 858. This is SportsCenter. I'm Christine Lisi. The NBA Spotlight on South Beach, where the Heat hosts the Celtics in Game 1 of the Eastern Conference Finals, a matchup of the top two seeds in the East. One of the factors in the opener could be fatigue, notes ESPN's Brian Windhorst. Since the Heat last played a game, the Celtics have played three games in three different cities. So this is a, a significant rest difference. I think you really saw it with a guy like Al Horford, 35 years old, scored 30 points in game four when he played 42 minutes. Over the last three games of the, the series against the Bucks, he only averaged five points. Now this just in, Boston's Al Horford is out tonight because of health and safety protocols. Marcus Smart is out with a right midfoot sprain. Game one coverage, 8 Eastern, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Major League Baseball suspended pitcher Matt Harvey 60 games for distributing a drug of abuse. The punishment stems from his admission of providing opioids to late Angels pitcher Tyler Skaggs, who fatally overdosed. Harvey is also, he also admitted rather in February during a federal trial that he used cocaine when he played for the Mets and the Angels. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. And now, a no-frills ad brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Here it is. You can save big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive. That's it. See? Just a good old-fashioned, straightforward ad. See if you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or Progressive.com. If you haven't take problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems, but a Chris ain't one. Hit me! This is Canty and Carlin. I have no question that if Middleton was here, they win that series in six without blinking. Mm. And I don't think it would have been that much of a debate. The Celtics may have gotten a so couple. disrespectful to Tatum. No, and I'm so disrespectful. And you know, you know that I feel like because Tatum, for his point, he absolutely deserves all the credit. Because before these playoffs, what did we talk about? Jason Tatum, if he wants to be in that top, top, top tier in the league, yeah, club superstar, has to go through and beat Durant and beat Giannis, and he did. And he did. So, you know, does Tatum now need to get to a final? Like, I don't I don't think all of a sudden that Tatum definitively, you know, he can't disappear against the Miami Heat. But still, like, he's there to me. Now, from the ESPN studios in New York City, this is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. It is Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Some breaking news. I'm Matt Jones, Amber Wilson with me. Some breaking news coming out of Boston, or at least out of Miami, for the Boston-Miami game. Al Horford will be out for the game due to health protocols, and Marcus Smart is also officially out. So two of what I would argue are Boston's four most important players are both 
out, all of a sudden I think I felt pretty good about Boston winning game one. Now I don't know if I agree with that, especially the Horford one. I think the Horford one's big for a variety of reasons. <laughs> I think so you had Al Horford as their second most important player earlier in the show. I think Al Horford is the second most, but I think Al Horford's actually very important this series. But he will be out presumably this game, maybe the next one as well. We'll talk with Doris Burke at six thirty about how it impacts the Celtics. But just quickly, when you hear that, Amber, how do you think it affects the game tonight? I mean, I think missing any pieces, right? And, and certainly missing Marcus Smart because that's one of their core three, uh, even though I know they've, they've proven in these playoffs already that they can get it done without him. Uh, of course, it hurts. It hurts the Celtics. It, it hurts when you're missing any of your key players. It's going to hurt the Miami Heat that they're missing Kyle Lowry. I but knew you were going to say not that. I Jason knew you were going to say that. I no, but it. I mean, come on. It's not like we're talking Jason Tatum's out when we're talking Al Horford's out. And they already knew that Marcus Smart was going to be out, even though they've dragged their feet on officially announcing it. So, so uh, I, I'm guessing that they have a game plan in place to overcome that. But, yeah, those are obvious losses for, for the Boston Celtics. And where it really hurts them, I think, is also in terms of their depth. So I do think that those are going to be crucial losses for a Boston Celtics team that is going to need everything that they can get from as many pieces as they can get because they're facing a very deep Miami Heat team. I knew I, I knew you were going to say Kyle Lowry. I was so excited because I knew – I knew you were going to say Kyle Lowry, and then you did. I mean, now, what are we talking about? Like, what's a more important missing piece, though? Kyle Lowry, Lowry, Al Horford. Listen, I again, I'm uncomfortable doing this because I'm a Gator, and so, like, I love Al Horford through and through oh, okay. because go Gator, and he brought me a couple championships during, by the way, my era, so he's out here repping uh, for the uh, mid-30-somethings, but uh, I, I, I can't put the importance of Al Horford as, you know, the maker to break it for the Boston Celtics. They are better. Miami is better. Without Kyle Lowry, as the last few in the last few uh, playoff games showed. Now, uh, let's switch gears for a second because tomorrow you're going to get the start of the Western Conference, which includes Dallas at Phoenix, and I think, or excuse me, Dallas at Golden State. I think everybody thought there was a good chance you would get Golden State, but I don't think anybody necessarily saw Dallas making it, which leads me to the question of just how good is Luca. I've been ready to put him not only in the top five, but I'm starting to think, hey, this is a guy who could be an all-timer. Derek Harper, who's a Dallas Mavs TV analyst, went farther on Canty and Carlin, and he's ready to give even higher praise to Luka. If I was getting ready to start up a franchise, I would take Luka Doncic over any player in this league. And I know that's saying a lot. You got Jokic, you got Embiid. You have all this great talent in the league. The league is in great shape, by the way. You have all this talent. None of them can do what Luka Doncic can do. There you go. Strong words. He basically says he would take Luka over anybody. I'm sure age is a component of that, but what do you think? Would you do what do you agree with Derek Harper? You would take Luka over any of them? If you're starting a franchise right now, then yeah, I wouldn't have a problem taking Luca over anybody else. It doesn't mean that I think Luca is the best player in the NBA currently or of this generation. But I mean, if we're talking about building for the future, it's where do you think Luca's ceiling is going to end up? And I think that he's going to be in the top conversation. I would still take Giannis over Luca, but I do understand that age becomes a factor. So when you're talking about starting 
uh, franchise, then fine. I don't have a problem with Luca being that choice. What Luca has done out here is just so unbelievably impressive because he's showing us there's always been this narrative, Matt, where you know you have to have at least two superstars. Maybe you have to have three superstars on a team in order to win these championships. You certainly at least have to have some all stars, right? And Luca's out here defying odds and doing it seemingly by himself, making the Spencer Dinwiddies of the world looking like all stars and find Brunson's on that team. But every, you know, I mean, let's not pretend like Luca has a ton of star power around him because frankly, I don't think he has any. And so that's phenomenal. And then if you look at the body of work for what he's done in his career up against the best defenders in the league, I mean, you're talking about a player when he's played Leonard in the playoffs twice. Kawhi Leonard, he came just shy of a 34 point triple double and averaged 50 or 40 shooting splits against him. I mean, he's been doing this out here before just these playoffs in this season. It's just him dominating like he did in game seven and bringing that team back on his back by himself against hands down the best team in the league in the regular season was so impressive that I think a lot of people are waking up to Luca's greatness, but it's been here. What's amazing to me about how good he is, is that he does it without an obvious gift that makes him unguardable. You know, like Giannis is a is a physical freak, and he's also got high basketball IQ. He's learned the game so well. LeBron is, does everything. Luca is not particularly quick. He's not. I mean, he's strong, but it's in part because he's more thick. He's a good shooter, but what's funny, Ambers, he's not. His three-point shooting might be the weakest part of his game, actually, although it seems like he makes a lot of big ones. I, you look at him and you don't understand, at least I don't, why he dominates a game like he does, but then he does. I mean, he is he is such a good floor general. He is so good, like you said, at getting teammates involved. And then he has a, a strength that allows him to kind of bowl through people. But most of the elite, elite, elite of all time did something so much better than everybody else. And it's not 100% clear just on the surface what that is for Luca, but he still is unstoppable. In many ways, that makes him almost even more amazing to me. Like, I can't point to something and go, you know what, that's why he's so good, yet he still is that good. It's it's the players who just totally obliterate your game plan, right? Like a peak Shaq or a peak LeBron. I mean, it, it's the guys who you just cannot defend against no matter what you throw at them. And that's who Luka is becoming, where he's too good of a passer. Or, you know, you can't, you, nobody can defend him, of course, straight up. But then, it, you know, if you duck under screens, he'll rain threes on you. I mean, he's got an answer for everything that you throw at him. And because of that, he ends up just obliterating your game plan you have nowhere to go with him and you end up in a situation where it's okay we're not going to be able to stop Luca it's the same thing Giannis does we're not going to be able to stop Luca we're not going to be able to stop Giannis the only hope we have is stopping what's around him and it's remarkable that with the Mavericks so far because none of us think that he has a ton around him but certainly what he's had around him has been good enough uh, to get this Mavericks team to advance even when Luca hasn't been out there. So it's been remarkable to watch in these playoffs. And frankly, Matt, nobody saw it coming, and that maybe makes this story all the more remarkable. I just want, I, I sit and watch him, and you just don't really see a player like him. And it's hard to articulate why. And I oddly think that makes it even more impressive. I think when it's over, when it's all said and done, he and Giannis are the only two guys. Well, Durant's already there. LeBron's already there. Where I say, okay, they're going to be one of the best 15 or 20 to ever play. I can say that about those guys. And to say it at such a young 
age for 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 Luca is really really an impressive thing. I think now, one of the things that factors in here real quick too is because none of us watched Luca before he was pro, right? And that's what's happening with the inter- internationalization, I can't say that word, of basketball. Whereas like with LeBron, we knew who LeBron was from the time he was a mere child, you know, early in high school, quite literally. People knew who LeBron was in middle school. And with Luca, because he was overseas, he didn't get that that same type of attention. And so I think it's all taken us a little bit more time to wake up to him than maybe it would if he had grown up in this country, but this is the direction of basketball. It's remarkable to think that anybody passed on Luca in the draft. Like just And I think it's also that Luca and Jokic both do it in a way that isn't the traditional if nothing else, even the traditional body type that athletes in America have. They're both kind of they're both kind of thick and chunky and they don't necessarily look like they would be the, the, the you know in elite physical shape and that they still do it. I think maybe that'll take for us some getting used to as well. Now, if you've been listening to the show, you know Amber Wilson's ready for the Miami Heat. And you know she's sitting there feeling disrespected. She's feeling like all of you. Yes, you driving home right now. You're not giving the Miami Heat enough respect. You, you're not. You know it. Look at, your, look at the car in front of you. They're not giving the Miami Heat enough respect either. Facts. So, 